Hey everybody in the focus world, great to see you today. Listen, um, I want to keep it really short and sweet today and it's this. Right now, more so than ever before, people are living in stress. We've already determined that. We know that. The research is showing us that stress impacts the brain. We're seeing that babies born during this time and kids developing during this time, they're stressed. It's impacting their brain, it's impacting their mental health, it's impacting the way they connect, it's impacting the way they learn, we know this. The thing that we need to get really good at right now if we wanna stay relevant and also we want to enter and lead the brain-based space, which is already happening, it's like a runaway train, other professions are jumping on board with the brain-based um, paradigm brain-based parenting, brain-body connection, brain-based education, they're running with it. And the thing is, is we own it, but we have to get really good at communicating it. And we need to keep it simple. The problem we have is we struggle to connect chiropractic and what we do with the consequences of subluxation on the brain. And so we, we no matter what we think here, we end up saying things like we're treating, you know, gas pedal break. We're we're treating, you know, uh, chiropractic is kind of treating or chasing the hyperactivity. Um, and we don't, we don't really effectively connect. Why do we not only need to be in this conversation, but why does the chiropractor, why should the chiropractor be the foundation or the team leader of the potential team that these kids may already have when they come to you or maybe starting with speech therapists, occupational therapists, mental health providers. And listen, that's the case sometimes, um, a lot of times actually, with kids and especially kids now. So we can't make it about us or them. We have to keep it really simple, really clean in our own understanding and in our communication. What we don't want to do, I said, do this, not that. Don't, you know, fire hose people with too much information. Don't um, communicate subluxation and then how it impacts the nervous system. And then over here, you know, talk about the behaviors and the learning challenges and, and don't keep your mouth quiet when, because you, you feel, um, unprepared in your ability to be able to connect it out simply. What I want you to do is to use the basic concept of, Hey, Dr. Amy, why would my child benefit from chiropractic care? My child who has learning challenges. Well, here's the thing. This is where you use, those of you who've already taken our cert, our certification know, one of the first brain-based concepts you learn is the triangle of simplicity and how to use that. And so you just say, listen, we just look at what we know. So what we did there is we made, we changed the psychology just by saying, we just look at what we know and what we all agree on, you know, across many different professions. Literally, just saying that and starting there allows a psychological shift between you and that patient or you and that other provider. You have positioned it as a we as opposed to a us versus them, right? We're no longer the underdog. And when we try to do this, this is another don't do this, do this, do this, not that. Don't position yourself as it's us versus them. What they're doing is wrong. They want to use pills. They want to suppress the symptoms these kids are having. They want to label these kids as bad. Instead of doing that, even though that might be what we feel and we know, instead of doing that, 
we're, we're not hiding that we have a different view. We're just saying, listen, let's just first look at what we know, what we all agree on. And that is this mom who asked me how I could help her child with reading challenges or dyslexia or ADHD. Well, we just look at what we know. So the first thing we know is the brain is not fully developed at birth. We have to go through a trajectory of development. There's different tools we gain at different stages in development that allow us to do different things, right? Eye movements happens to be one of those things that's really important for reading. And we find that individuals that struggle with reading or have dyslexia have different eye movements. So we also know that different types of stressors can impact the way the brain moves through development and therefore impact the tools that an individual uses to process their world and do things like read. And so what we know is that what we do is we look at the adaptation or the responses that happen as a result of the stressors, and we're living in a time of a lot of stress, um, as a result of the stressors that happen inside the brain and the body that impact the way the brain moves through development. That thing we look for is called a subluxation. A subluxation alters the way the brain is receiving information about the body and the world and then processing that, integrating that, and sending information out, which in turn impacts the way the brain's moving through development, those tools, and you know potentially things like eye movements or other types of tools um, that could be causing or leading to some of the challenges your child is having with, let's say, reading. So, um, so we just used, we made it about we, uh, not about us versus them. We made mom feel better, other provider feel better. We acknowledged that we're part of the whole which help them acknowledge that we're part of the whole. They don't feel like such a rebel coming to us. They feel more comfortable, connected, safe, which is important for learning and retention, right? And then we made it really simple. Well, here's the challenge you're having. Here's why we might see that. Here's the things that can potentially impact the way the brain moves through development. Here's what we do. And so then, well, so what we do is we have to ask and answer two questions. The first one is, hey, do we have that result happening, that subluxation that's potentially impacting the way the brain and body are communicating? And how is that showing up in the tools that your child is using? The second question is, what tools is your child using? And we ask and answer those two questions on our exam. And when we do that, then it becomes clear which clinical tools we need. Um, and if we find this one where we have this response happening, the subluxation inside the brain and the body causing some disconnect or some inefficiencies, then we're definitely going to need to do that one to restore input, to restore growth, and we'll monitor that on our re-exams to see if we ever need anything else in. Um, in addition to, you know, clearing up that communication, sometimes we need to do brain and body movement exercises. Sometimes we need to work with a neurooptometrist. Sometimes we need to work with people in addition to what we're doing, but we always must maintain that healthy, efficient communication between the brain and the body if we want to get optimal results with brain development function and therefore help your child have the best tools to engage and connect with their world. Simple. Keep it simple. Find the simplicity. Do not make them feel wrong. Do not make it about you versus them or their other providers. Do not confuse them with, well, I don't treat that, but here's what I do. You must connect these dots. So this is one of the first things we teach. And then we move into how exactly to ask and answer those two questions, what exactly to include um, on your exam, and other hierarchies that are at play here in development that help expand the conversation so it's not just about ADD, um, autism, you know, learning challenges, but other challenges as well. And so we can have a better understanding 
of the people that are coming into our office of stress and stress response and the consequences of that on the developing and processing brain of people with of all ages. So that's what we do here in Focus. That's what you're here for. I'm super happy you're here because listen, now is the time with all the things happening in the economy, the things certainly coming down the pipe. You need to make sure, one, you're helping the people that need the most help in your community. We have massive amounts of mental health challenges, learning behavioral socialization challenges like no other time before. We have really long wait lists for other providers. People are looking for new answers. People are open to hearing about um, what we have to say. We just have to do it intelligently and respectfully and simply. And, you know, also you need to stay very relevant and in your community and speak to the things that people will be willing to pay money for and invest in you for, which are their kids and the big challenges that they themselves are having and their kids are having coming out of this pandemic. So um, thank you all for being committed to that. Uh, this is how we improve results, improve abundance in your, in, your, in your life, in your practice, and definitely improve utilization of chiropractic. Now's the time to be a chiropractor, folks. But we have to lead with the brain. We have to know a little more. Um, we have uh, a, our certification series. For those of you who want to join the other doctors who are already certified, 26 states, six countries, over 130, I think it is, certified doctors doing this work, 70-some offices offering Brain Blossom program. Um, which you can do after you become certified. And um, we have a certification series open now, prerequisite online learning, live seminar August 12th and 13th, 12th and 13th in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Five spots left with the promo price. Uh, I think about 10 to 10 to 15 spots left total. We, we've sold out the last several years. We will again. Um, hope you'll join us, stay relevant, get the results. And thanks for uh, leading the way with the brain, being interested in that, being curious about that to help the people in your communities.